Welcome back. That's insane. That's insane. Locker Room Ladies Season 3. Let's get after it. Let's get after it. We have big things coming in 2023. Oh my goodness. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am Charlotte Payne. I'm Maddie. Thanks, guys, for coming back again for another week of Locker Room Ladies. Okay, my phone's already going off. <laughs> Hang on. That's, <laughs> That's showbiz, baby. That is Maddie's phone <laughs> is blowing up. These things happen. On this May 11th episode of Locker Room Ladies, we're going to switch it up for you guys. We're going to talk about something that I don't actually know. We've actually had a full, long nope. conversation on the podcast ever about Let this. Let alone an episode devoted to A full to episode. It. Golf, you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Starting with a very special locker room lady who is a golfer. Our locker room lady for this week is Miss Molly Smith. And we found out about her because ESPNW, I think, posted about her on Instagram, and we loved her story, so we had to do some research. She's an 18-year-old golfer, so she's still in high school, and she shot a 70 against the men at a U.S. Open local qualifier. She literally competed against the men to qualify for the U.S. Open, and she, I think, was one shot away from qualifying, which is crazy crazy so she also in that same tournament it was the u.s open local qualifying tournament and she birdied two of her first three holes also so i like triple bogey all of my holes (laughs) so that's good for you molly you're doing what we all wish we could do and she's just so fantastic maddie she's already been recruited on an athletic scholarship to go to the university of central florida as a high school senior And her two sisters play golf as well. So it's in her blood. And she's just so fantastic. She's won tournaments on the American Junior Golf Association, the girls circuit. She's been Massachusetts State Junior Player of the Year. She is making a name for herself. This is not the last time we're going to hear about her. We're going to hear about her a lot more in the NCAA. Yes, for sure. And I love that her sisters also play golf. And that's something that the three of them do together. I think her youngest sister is 15 and her older sister Morgan is 19 and she's heading to Georgetown this fall and later this month she's going to team up with that sister Morgan at the U.S. Women's Amateur Four Ball at the home course in DuPont, Washington. So she's going to be playing golf with that sister too, which I think is pretty cool. That's so fun. That'll be fun for mom and dad and all other family members. So that's very exciting. So Molly, welcome to the Locker Room Lady Wall of Fame. We're so excited to have you. I feel like we've had a lot of young Locker Room Ladies in the past couple of weeks. So that's very exciting. I'm here for a generation of, of athletes and women in sports. So we love it. Maddie, let's continue on this golf journey that we're on together. Yeah, Charlotte. So you had a golf-filled weekend. We got 18 more holes to go. So bear with us. <laughs> Charlie, yeah, tell us about your weekend. So the past week, I have been given the opportunity to go out and help CBS with the golf productions for on the PGA Tour. 
So last week I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Very exciting. Charlotte and Charlotte. And (laughs) I worked, I observed, and I was able to get my hands wet a little bit and get some reps in on the machines and do the graphics for the Wells Fargo Championship at Quill Hollow in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And so it was so fun. And that production is like no other. I mean, when you think about a production truck, you think about like a producer, director, you have all these different screens and they're cutting to different things. On golf, everybody's playing at the same time. So it is a wild experience, but it is intoxicatingly fun. And I had a great time. And I I learned a lot about golf. And Wyndham Clark won the Wells Fargo Championship this year. Uh, The other day he won. And it was his first win on the PGA Tour. So very exciting for Wyndham Clark. Charlotte, I have a couple questions for you. One question would just be, did you pick up anything? Did you learn anything interesting about golf or something that you didn't know or something that stuck out to you while you were on this tournament? I learned literally everything about golf. Like I (laughs) went in with the basics of golf. I have golfed a couple times in my life and I think I've only even ever done a full 18 holes once in my life. We did not grow up golfers. My dad wasn't a golfer. My mom wasn't a golfer. My mom played tennis. Like I knew what golf was. I understood the basics. We had done mini golf. So I went in so blind. I learned everything. (laughs) The one story that stuck out to me was the story of Nate Lashley. He ended up finishing, I think it was four under par, which is okay. I mean, the winner, Wyndham Clark, finished 19 under, which is crazy. Wow, that's crazy. But, but he is a great golfer. And I was looking into all of their stories, all of the top guys, because I was just trying to get to know all of them. I'm new to this and I want to learn these people. And his story really like struck a chord with me. Back in 2004, he was a student at the University of Arizona and his parents, and he grew up in uh, Nebraska. So his parents would come to Arizona to watch him play in his tournaments. And he was participating in a tournament his sophomore year, I believe it was. And his parents flew to Arizona to watch him play. His dad got his pilot's license a couple years prior so that he could fly to Arizona to watch his son play. And his girlfriend was with them. So, oh, what fun. And after the tournament, they all said goodbye. The girlfriend who's 19 years old at the time and his parents got back in the plane and on their way back to Nebraska, they crashed into a mountain in Wyoming, the tallest mountain in Wyoming. And all three of them tragically lost their lives due to bad weather and poor visibility. And I felt so bad when I read that because here I'm seeing Nate Lashley now, this amazing golfer on the PGA Tour. He has a a wife and a baby who's the baby's middle name is the mother's name, Charlene. And um, it's just, it's crazy because you never know what someone's story is. And he actually was drawn to quitting golf because he couldn't bear this tragic, this tragedy that just happened in his life. I mean, you lo- you lose your mom, your dad, and your girlfriend all in the all same the day. All closest to you. That's horrible. Thankfully, he does have a sister who is still with us. So at least you have somebody like that to lean on. But he did quit the game of golf. And he ended up getting his real estate license just to make ends meet, flipping homes. And thankfully for us as fans, he did return 
to the game he loved in 2015 when he qualified for the PGA Tour Latin America, and he finished in the top four in three of his first four stops. So if that's not your mom and your dad, I'm getting the chills. Your mom and your dad and your girlfriend on your side, they're your caddies through it all. So I just thought it was such a special story and really, really tragic, but triumph came from that. Oh, Charlotte, that is such a moving story. I can't believe, I mean, he's, he's got to be what in his 20s, 30s, and he's already been through so much. That's a wild story. And that's so, so much more than meets the eye when you first brought him up. I had no idea. I'm so glad that he was able to return to the sport that he loved. I'm sure that's what his family would have wanted to be, to see him keep playing. Yeah, they really would have. And it just, it goes to show, again, you never know a person. Everybody has a story. I have a story. Maddie, you have a story. Our listeners at home, they have stories. And I want to know them all. I'm Maybe it's I'm nosy, but I'm so excited to have an entire new pool of people in the sport of golf that I can learn more about because right, and even the stories are endless. You said he shot four under a par on the on the tournament and obviously he didn't win I think you said the winner shot 19 under par yeah but for him just being there after you know being so low and and literally getting to the point where you quit that sport to be back on the PGA tour just being there has to be so powerful yeah it's it's a it's an incredible testament and this game of golf, Maddie, another major thing I've learned is it's an extremely mental game. Yes. Not only is it physical and you're, you, I mean, you've played golf, like you're out there, you're twisting and turning and you're walking and you're moving and grooving, but it's very mental. So the mental stamina that Nate Lashley has puts him ahead of everybody in the playing field because he's been through it. So he's our locker room gentleman of the day. <laughs> I'm here for it. Charlotte, so I have another question for you. Yes. So we we were talking about the sport of golf today, and I do like playing golf, but I am someone who often after nine holes, I'm kind of ready to pack it up for the day. I don't necessarily need to do the full 18. And I've never really understood the draw of watching golf on TV, Mm. even though like everyone in my family played golf. We talked about Molly Smith competing against the boys. My mom was on the boys golf team growing up. All of my family members have golfed. Everyone always had golf on growing up. And I just never understood it. It always bored me. So if you could, what would you Mm. add to or subtract from golf to make it more interesting to watch? Ooh, interesting. You know, one thing, I again, I'm very, very fresh and new to golf. I did not okay. grow up around it. Maddie, I know you you definitely did. Um, what I would add to it, just for, based on my perspective from being a part of the production last week, and that's it, I will give you a better answer at the end of the summer after I do a couple more tournaments. Okay. But one thing that I noticed that is funny that I've seen on TikToks and on Instagram reels and whatever, people will, of course, it's golf. You have proper etiquette that you have to follow and you have to be quiet and whatnot but I've noticed some funny videos of after the golfer you know takes his swing or drives or whatever and maybe it's not a great drive or maybe it is the fans will cheer 
I want to get some mics on these fans or some oh, mics to pick up their audio. The fans. Okay. Because it's funny what they say. And maybe that's not for the main broadcast. Maybe that's a separate show. <laughs> it's like the Eli and Peyton, the Manning cast. Exactly. On the other there channel. <laughs> a Manning cast for golf. We should have like some great I don't even know that many golfers yet like I'm so new we should have who are like the funny golfers I don't know who's the Eli Manning of golf who's the I don't Eli know. Manning of golf that's a good question we will find out <laughs> we are still researching golf everybody we are going to find out I mean I can but, give you big uh, names but I don't know who I would compare yeah. directly to Eli Manning somebody golf. like goofy guys okay but anyway I think that would that would be something funny because I saw one TikTok and it was the I could don't even remember the golfer, but he hit it and it didn't quite make it in, and he missed his par. And he there was a kid in the background who screamed like, "Oh, you're gonna need a little bit more jam for that jelly or something." <laughs> it was just funny. Like sometimes these guys in the crowd say something funny after they you know take their swing. They're respectful and then they say something <laughs> funny. So that would maybe okay. add to the. That's funny that you say yeah. that because one of the things that I had written down that I would want to add to golf to make it more interesting would be that the golfers should be mic'd up yes. themselves just because and it, it would have to be, it couldn't be a main, it couldn't be cable broadcast. It would have to be like, you know, your HBO, the channels that you pay for or you're streaming it like online. On your Manning cast for golf. Because I don't know if... Uh, if your boyfriend plays golf, but my boyfriend does, and he also calls it very affectionately whack fuck. Ah, because you whack it and then you say, ah, fuck, because you hit it wrong. So I would love to hear like their raw reactions to hitting the ball or like maybe having it not land where you want it or getting in the sand trap or something like that. I would love to have that just raw. Yes natural reaction i have actually a couple things that i would do to change up the game wait i want to comment on your mic'd up so cbs actually does mic you up on the 14th hole if the player agrees to it so so this past weekend we had kevin streelman mic'd up and he agreed to it but he knows he's mic'd up and we are interviewing him our announcers are interviewing him as he's walking from you know to get his second swing in to get a second shot in so it's interesting because he has that time of like walking like for two minutes to get to his next spot on that same hole. So he's talking to us and, you know, he swung and he didn't have a really good putt mm-hmm. and he said something funny. So it was kind of like that. And it is funny because I noticed some of the golfers were getting very visibly angry <laughs> and like throwing their balls into the lake or like banging their uh, putters around. And it's funny. So that would be amplified times 10 on the funny scale if we had a special Manning cast for golf where it was unfiltered. Yeah, and they're mic'd up for all of them. And hilarious, but yes. Another thing that I think should just be involved, so so maybe we're just creating a second broadcast that goes simultaneously. I think that's what's happening. But, but some of these yeah. things would have to be like just happen. They would have to just happen. Yes. I don't know how you would implement them, but I don't know that the golf, the, the golf gods would really – approve any of these things but a couple more things I have I also think that each golfer should have a walk-up song for every time they tee off and so like you have 18 walk-up songs like you have your walk-up song for hole number one but then you also have like a walk-up song for number 13 or whatever so then it's like a playlist like 
oh, I want Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour playlist. And it's like the songs that he walked up to. And it's like, oh, whenever Tiger won the Masters, this is the playlist that he walked That was his playlist. Yeah. Wait, I love that idea. And it really makes me wonder, Maddie, what would my playlist be? Like, I feel like your first hole and your last hole, those are the important ones. And you also have to be careful because like, the last hole, because you know, like they kind of play them out of order. So, like the last hole that you're, yeah. you have to like you're play right. it right. Like if you're, you have to kind of predict how you're going to be. Like you can't go too hype for your later holes. It's true. It's true because you don't want to be like over. <laughs> yeah. Far and like another one bites the dust. Like whenever you're yeah, going yeah. up and you're <laughs> you're in last place. <laughs> Wait, I love that. That is so funny. I don't know. Again we're still learning here we are going to be golf girlies by the end of the summer I don't know I know that the PGA tour obviously has very strict etiquette and rules it does so this is so just maybe- thrown off the window this is our, we're creating a new Sorry, tour PGA. you've heard of Liv this is LRL the tour LRL on tour. tour LRL on tour okay wait okay that's amazing we have, I have another. men and women mothers on our tour this is amazing I'm more yes I also okay. think all golfers should be allowed to ride in your carts because oh, I, it, okay, it bothers me that they have to walk because I'm like, it's the year of 2023. They should be allowed to ride in the cart. <laughs> I mean, they're tired enough. Who in their right mind is slowing the game down even more? It's already a slow game. We're going to make them walk. Uh, Come on. Let them ride in the cart. Yeah. Let them sit back. And if you're thinking, okay, well, then why do you need the caddies? You still need the caddies. I didn't say they have to drive the golf cart. Your caddies can still drive them. The caddies still pick mm. out their club. They're still there to consult in between holes. But just let them ride. Just let it ride. I hear I hear you. I hear you. I'm with it. And I've mm. asked that question, and I haven't gotten the answer that I wanted. So I, I don't know why we I just, that. Just do I away with it. Reason. It's 2023. I don't care. We have golf carts. Let's use them. We could trick them and out, too. Like, it could be, like, F1. Guess, like, if you have sponsorships for your golf cart, like, oh. it's decked out. Like, you have a color. You have and your you have number. a mic. Yeah. Cameras. Skirts, you can hear your walk-up song. Your caddy hits yes. your playlist. It's perfect. Love it. I am all over this. Two more. Two more implementations I would Lay like them to see me. in the world of golf. More stadium holes like waste management. Like, if we're making golf a party, let's have it be a party. Let's, like have this whole atmosphere with the crowd. Let's have the whole stadium where people are drinking beers. I want to see it. That's like waste management. Yeah, yes. but I want it to be more holes like that. Like not just waste okay. management for this. Okay. You want to do more. Like we could do our, on our Locker and Ladies Tour, we can have exhibition games where sometimes it's very classy and fun and serious for like our championship game. <laughs> But, but you still have to, we you have, still have, to have a walk-up song. Exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah, you can get rowdy. But also, let me swing. Let me swing. However, anytime I've ever golfed in my life, I don't care. Maybe it's because I like chaos and I am come from a big family, so I'm always used to noise. But when I'm, like, getting ready to swing or drive or putt or whatever, I don't care if people are talking. <laughs> like, go ahead. Like, I'm listening. Yes. I don't need to get in my zone. I'm in the zone always. I am always in the zone. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so that that's one thing. The quiet maybe would be there would be some protest um, amongst sure. the, some anti walk up song people because of the quietness <laughs> that you need for golf. But with this next implementation, I think we could fix it. So okay, let's hear it. 
The walk-up song, I think, should start playing, like, when you're riding up to the tee and you're getting your club and, like, whatever. So whatever mm-hmm. you have, 30 seconds, or even, like, 20 seconds of a walk-up song, I think is funny. And then the walk-up song cuts. And then we're going to take a note from MLB this season and we're going to implement a swing clock. We're timing these people. They're they're up there for too long. This game is too slow. We're speeding it up here. Yes. We're speeding it yes. up. So then your walk-up song cuts. And once your walk-up song cuts, that's when your swing clock starts. Yes. Okay. I There is a shot clock, I believe. I Because, again, I asked that question too. I'm a newbie to golf. I don't know why this is taking so long. I said, I said in the elevator with a couple coworkers, we should have a pitch clock in golf. And they said there is a shot clock, but you have 40 seconds. Oh, it's too long. Which is a lot of time. And also you have guys like, some guys take a long time to get in the ready position. There's no, like, I mean, 40 seconds is a long time. And some of the guys on the tour, on the PGA tour have said, I can take as much time as I need to set up for my shot because no one's told me I have to hurry up. See? So when you're going to continue to do it. When your walk-up song cuts yeah. off, your your clock starts. It's time. Even just like, you th- okay, when your walk-up song starts, you have 30 seconds to hit the ball from then. That's just like, like 10 seconds. We'll shave it off. That's fine. There. That's fine. I am so Let's time that. I think we're making golf, like we're making golf into the sport that everyone wants it to be. You're just <laughs> afraid to say it. Yes, especially the new fans like me, because yeah. <laughs> I, I I will say, though, it's completely different from a production standpoint because everybody's all over the place at the same time. It is not a snooze in those production trucks. It is so much fun, and I'm so excited to learn more about golf. And hopefully Maddie and I can, um, you know, keep dreaming about our locker <laughs> Well, we don't quite have the money that Live Golf has, <laughs> so if anyone wants to invest in LRL on tour – let us know we're happy to set this up we have some great ideas I think we can make this happen it could be fun I love it Maddie if that's your last question I have one for you so of course at the end of our locker room ladies tour we're gonna have a championship to crown a victor at the end and of course I will steal from the master's tradition of having a champion's dinner and of course it's gonna just be you me and whoever the first winner is because it'll be the inaugural winner okay but then through the years we'll keep getting champions of course so the master's dinner the championship dinner you pick a meal the winner picks a meal i wonder what maddie would your championship dinner meal be oh okay oh okay so i've thought of this i've thought about this a little bit like what i would want it to be because i've looked at the menus and some are great and some are eh I go back and forth. Like, do I want it to be the classiest meal ever or do I want it to be foods that I just really like? It could be foods from where you came from. Like, I think uh, Jordan's does Texas barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Or it could be fun. Or it could just be something you like. I feel like I would have to have a really good, solid mac and cheese. Okay, love. Like, it would have to be... Maddie's a picky eater, everybody listening. Honestly... I feel like I would do something with, like, a buffalo chicken salad. Yes. With, like – Yes. Okay, and this is – Okay, so if we're going with where I'm from, Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, you put the french fries on your salad. So we're doing, like, no way. crispy buffalo chicken tenders on a salad with, like, homemade ranch dressing and french fries on the salad. 
and a side of like really good homemade mac and cheese with like the breadcrumbs and like maybe a little bit of truffle thrown in there. Love that. And then Love. for the don't they do the like, courses? That'll be my main. Yeah. My appetizer. Yeah, you get an appetizer and dessert. Ooh, I don't know. I think I would just do like a nice like good solid roll with like a honey butter or something. I feel like that's like a vibe. Ooh, okay. And then that could be like Pennsylvania, like homemade. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, Ooh, it's making me hungry. And then, yum, uh, dessert, dessert. Ah, that that's the toughest one because I do I love dessert mm. so much. So this is this yeah, is, this is a tough call. Dessert is hard. My favorite dessert is probably creme brulee, but I don't know. It doesn't really fit with the vibe, so I feel like I would have to go for I think like I would just do a basic apple pie with vanilla ice cream love that's a great meal I like this meal <laughs> okay what's I'm, yours? I'm gonna eat this meal out of the locker room ladies championship uh dinner my meal would probably be something Italian okay. I would want it to be like a really good I'm not solid on what pasta but some kind of a pasta with a protein in it like a chicken maybe but I don't I'm not I'm not married to the chicken like but a, a chicken pasta, parm like a good, it could be a chicken parm but not chicken parm exactly I'm thinking more of like a creamy sauce like a chicken alfredo and I'm thinking I I love penne with vodka sauce but I like it with few with rigatoni or fusilli like a creamy delicious yummy sauce with sun-dried tomatoes okay and for the appetizer, hmm, I don't know. Like a caprese? Well, oh, or bruschetta. Ooh, okay. Bruschetta. Okay, I love that. With the balsamic glaze, the whole, and like cheese, like garlicky bread, like little, like, but the little ones, you could just pop yeah, them out. Yeah. And then the dessert is cheesecake, New York style, with the graham cracker. Okay, all right. Boom. And anything you want to drink. Like, I'm not going to hold you yeah. to any beverage. Yeah. You can drink your – I would particularly probably drink the Diet Coke. <laughs> okay. I would probably do Coke too. But zero. that's – I think that's it. I think that's it. And I'm, I'm kind of hungry for that meal right now. Wow. Yeah. Charlotte, also we got some breaking news during this conversation. So Tell me. quick little anecdote for you. This fits in with the whole golf theme too. So my boyfriend Austin – went on a bachelor trip this weekend to Myrtle Beach. Very fun. And it was a golf trip. So it was three days of golf. And so ahead of the trip for the bachelor, Austin decided to get him a gift. So the gift was custom golf balls that on one side of the golf ball, they have the bachelor's LinkedIn picture on it. And on the other side, it says... And I quote, text, and then his phone number, the, the bachelor's phone number, for the, only, for the only hole-in-one you'll get. So the idea behind this is that they're going to lose a lot of golf balls over the course of this three-day golf yes. course. And that these are just going to be littering the Myrtle Beach golf course, and that people are going to find it and text it. So that is so funny. They also, so everyone got a ball. This was like 20 people. They all got a ball. He also threw uh, a couple in the like used ball section of the the pro shop. I love that. And I love that. So I just got an update from Austin. Apparently the bachelor has gotten a text 
So now oh it's, we're recording this on Tuesday. The, the trip ended on Sunday. It says, <laughs> the text says, hey, waving emoji, found one of your balls, dot, dot, dot. Can I find the other winky face? So this is an ongoing oh. story. I don't know. That's the first time she's gone so far. But. There, there was silence on the other line of this podcast because my mouth, my jaw was on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wait, th- what makes it better is somebody actually texted because if I saw that, I would absolutely text that phone number <laughs> and like send something funny. Wait, so. Because it's a, just a good laugh all Should we implement a new rule to our, our tournament? If you lose Maddie, the L- LRL yes. tour, you have to, like the next tournament plays with balls with your face on it and your phone number. Yes. <laughs> if you're or in something last place, funny. something like yes, that. Yes, yes. <laughs> or if you're in last place in the standings for the following tournament, like the next tournament, your face and your phone number yeah. goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, <laughs> yep. Love that. All right, Maddie. That's amazing. That I want to get some personalized golf balls for the next time because I will be chucking dirt and putting golf balls into the lakes <laughs> and the surrounding forests and wherever the green is not. Charlotte, before we go, I know this has been a golf-centric episode and I'm actually proud of us for for having this much golf content today. Me too. I love it. Um, this is so fun and unique for us. But top headlines. We got to we got to just throw this in there cuz this is a cute little kicker story to end people on a positive note of today's episode. During the NBA playoffs. This is a cute little story. So the 76ers are currently in the playoffs facing off against the Boston Celtics, so a little northeast rivalry there. And Sixers player James Harden met with Michigan State University, one of the shooting victims, John Howe, and told him when he recovered, he would he would get him to a game. So now that the Sixers are in the playoffs, he did keep his word and he brought John Howe to a game. And after wow. the Sixers won and not not just one one in overtime with Harden making the the game winning three pointer wow. he immediately went to find John on the sidelines or on the court side and sealed the deal t- took his shoes off and autographed the shoes that he was wearing in that wow. game it was just a really special moment so I wanted to give a shout out to James Harden for that because wow that's really special Absolutely. Oh my God. See, there's a lot of good in this world, Maddie. We just have to find it. And the stories of the people is what makes our job so fun. And I can't wait to tell more next week. So tune in next Locker Room Ladies Thursday for another very exciting episode. Hopefully we'll have some more golf goodies for you. And if you guys have anything that you would like to add or subtract to golf, I'll put that in the question sticker on this episode. Let us know because we're, we're, I'm here for it. If we can get an investor, we're making this tour happen. And I know... (laughs) Our number one fan, Martin Mariotti, my friend Emily's dad, is listening. And Martin, I expect a text because I know you've got some ideas. He's a classic <laughs> golf guy, loves it. And I know he has something that he would want to change. So let's find out. Let's find out, Charlotte. Thanks for listening. And on that note, thanks for listening. Catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>